welcome to do not listen to this podcast um uh, jump on to the website do not listen to this podcast.com to get information on the show and your donations help support us feeding stray cats and dogs so 50 percent of your donations go to that 50 percent go to funding the uh, pain for the podcast so i have a very special guest today why don't you introduce yourself Yes, I'm Jennifer McGinley, and I'm, I've changed it recently. I'm no longer CEO. I found a better word that really represents me, founder. So founder. JLM, yeah, founder of JLM Strategic Communications. And, there you uh, go. I do public relations. That's right. And that's why I'm happy to have you on, because, you know, in these episodes, I've been tying everything back to the pandemic and how it's changed things. So I would, I would like to jump in with what you noticed just in general with public relate. Well, first of all, let's even do this. I think a lot of people don't understand what public relations is really. So let's, ex- let's, I, let's break that down for them. Cause I think they unpack- don't, I, I think they think they do, but I think yeah. they don't. So break it You're, down for them. Yeah. Let's unpack that a little. As yeah, I think so. And it's totally true. I mean, you know, I've been doing public relations for over 25 years, but when I became an entrepreneur, I assumed people knew and understood what it is, but it's not marketing. Marketing is a different art. Marketing is a a financial bottom line. Public relations is about relationships and increasing impact. Um, And for my clients, it's the same thing, increasing connections, visibility, and credibility. And I I, think when you break it down, and it's so much more, it's event planning, it's, it's messaging, it's speech writing, it's, uh, there's so much, but it's all about, you know, the earned media it's there's no cost associated with it it's the byproduct of it really is its own animal and i really think this is what people miss i think that they often think that it's um like you just said i think they think it's marketing or sales or um you know crisis management all that stuff Uh, but it's not it's a whole different thing um what mistake do you see people making in public relations in general and then let's go pre-pandemic and post-pandemic uh, on that topic i think the the mistakes people make are about wanting things to happen too quickly right. there's no magic bullet it takes time and effort and strategy and organizations i always say you need to have your who what where when, why, and how right. that needs to be figured out. Yeah. Cause and, you're telling, you are telling a story. Yes. And you need to have your internal communications and all of that internal work with organizations and employees solidified first before you decide to take that on the road or outside and um, take it to the community or the public that you want to serve. Um, and, and most of, and I should say, um, most of my experience and work is in healthcare nonprofit work. So that is a bit different. I've done some B2B, but, um, my talk about set, what, talk about what the difference is in that space in, in healthcare and in nonprofit. Um, you know, it's, it's easier to sell a story to be honest with you, or it's easy for me, um, because the value is so important because it's about a human being, um, whether or not it's emergency care services, whether or not we're talking about a new maternity ward, if we're talking about behavioral health, um, you know, those things are really provide valuable information to help others. And people take them for granted. 
Absolutely. So, so pre-pandemic, let's say you're working on PR for a hospital or, or medical organization. What was the, what was the norm? What was the standard? What was, you know, what was, we'll go back in a time capsule to February of 2019. What was normal? It's easier to pitch a great story that had nothing to do with misery (laughs) and COVID, Um, you know, and that was easy, um, easier. But I think as we moved through and are still going through the pandemic, um, organizations need to work much harder prior. Only 5% of pitches to the media would actually get coverage. Now that is a lot smaller. Um, It depends on your industry. Right now, healthcare... And mental health care um, is huge. I'm actually doing social media content for a very well-known, uh, prestigious university um, and their behavioral health entity. So I'm really, really lucky because that's one of my sweet spots. Right. I love behavioral health. So behavioral health, uh, actually, yeah. probably the pandemic, oh, in, a yeah. weird, in a weird way, probably helped bring that to top of mind. Yes, um, because the toll is going to be huge and very, very difficult. And yeah, this is what people don't understand. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the stigma of mental illness, when I started working at a behavioral health hospital in 1996, right. I was even skeptical. I'm like, oh, I don't know. This is uncomfortable. Right. Well, I went to the job interview and was completely just chills, grateful, the whole right. nine yards, and just so grateful to have an opportunity to be a crusader for the importance of mental health and behavioral health services. Right. Um, and and healthcare workers um, and public health and pulmonologists, those uh-huh. are the ones right now that are really, um, I'm entrenched with these amazing connections on Twitter right now. Twitter is my, uh, my to go to. favorite place to go day and night and just learn from these amazing physicians. I love Twitter. I always refer to it as a bar fight, but I love it. I know. Um, I've had nothing but positivity and I will stay that way. I've definitely been more um, assertive and aggressive in some of the things I've talked about politically um, and healthcare wise, which I would never have thought was appropriate for me to do. But um, with 2020, I think you know, you have to look at the silver linings right now. And for public relations, you have to work harder. You have to work smarter. You have to take care of your relationships. Um, You need empathy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not sympathy. Sympathy and empathy are completely different perspectives. Why don't you give your take on the difference between those two things? Because I always think it's important for people to hear that because I do think it's different. Thank you. And I'm, I cannot take credit for this, but it's Brene Brown who opened well, my great. eyes in a couple of she's books. Great. And yeah. I, I've been just using that um, as a way to explain things. Sympathy is sitting on the outside looking in and going, oh gosh, I'm really sorry that happened. Yep. Empathy is sitting alongside someone and walking in their journey, whatever it is. Yeah. Being, being with them. I mean, really being with yeah, them. I mean, you gotta, you're in it. You're in it. You're in it with them. And, and that's the thing that I think people miss is that, you know, they, cause empathy gets thrown around so much now as like a marketing tool. It I'm, is, like, I'm like, I know. I'm like, go sit with somebody who's dying and then, oh, yeah. then get back <laughs> to me on, on it yeah. being a marketing tool. It's, that's, it's, it's not, it's just, no. can you spend that time in those really dark, moments is really the key yeah it is and it's um it it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of um it can be very very draining um because i am an empathetic person and and that people are throwing around um 
an empath, that word, which I never even knew. I didn't even know what that meant two years ago. But, you know, I, I assess situations when I walk in a room. I use my intuition. Yeah. I get feelings about things. I see things before they happen. Yeah. Um, and so, gosh darn it, I'm using that as... Yeah. A business owner now, and it has served me really, really well. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right there with you. The the problem with being an empath is that in the beginning, it's so painful. Yeah, because you feel everything, good and yeah. bad. And it is. Um, it is. And so it's really until you learn the tools to until you learn how to turn the spigot on and off. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a it's a tough one. So so. How did the pandemic impact your business, positively or negatively? So a lot of businesses, you know, it had a positive impact. Some it had a negative. It sounds like in your case, it probably was positive because there was more work to do. Yes, yes. I've um, had some amazing wins I, for um, a gentleman that's an artist in Baltimore. We've um, garnered several media placements for him, including Good Morning America, because he did black and white photos of Baltimore City, and he's a Johns Hopkins healthcare worker. Gotcha. Um, yeah, James Trudeau, just cool. a lovely, lovely human being. And um, then for an accountability expert, she is a graduate of Johns Hopkins, uh, Nettie Owens. We were able to get her an Entrepreneur Magazine because she's talking about productivity and accountability. And so right. I knew. I, you know, as this was going down at you know, the beginning of March, I'm like, oh, we need to get ready. We need to get ready. And so right. I just started pitching and pitching and she got um, mentioned in an article in Pittsburgh Gazette. And, uh, Good. you know, I helped some other people with um, a gentleman up in New York City who wanted to raise money to secure masks over in China to bring them to the U.S. And I helped him with some messaging. Gotcha. Um so it's, 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 it has been good. And I think the reality is, and I've said this in a few interviews the past couple of months, the people that have always been clear and consistent in their own branding and their own messaging are honest, ethical, and transparent. Um, those are the leaders that will continue to do the same thing in a very genuine way. Right. And they will also, um, you know, continue to rise. And so, I think the leaders of corporations or other nonprofits or other, you know, other organizations, the ones that have always been um, communicating internally, you know, helping their, their staff or employees every step of the way and only making things better will really be the ones to survive. I think any organizations that were just in it to win it or right. faking it or Good not point. really doing the work. Right. Yeah, good, Those are the point. ones that are struggling. I mean, I just think, and I, I am not changing my messaging. I am not taking, I'm really actually niching down more with the clients that I want to work with. Um, I really want to help, you know, more physicians, more mental health facilities and organizations. Well, yeah, because they don't have the time. They don't have the time. They're too busy. No, doing they the, don't. They're too busy but, saving lives. Exactly. And, but the wonderful thing is they get my work and they get me because yeah. sometimes it's just, we meet and we talk and we're like, oh my God, I've known you forever. I trust you. Sure. Let's sign a contract, move on with a proposal right. and, and start working together. And so I had to be patient until this pandemic happened right. in a way what got for you, me to start pivoting. What got you bit. into the healthcare space? 
You know, it was, I did an internship at KYW in Philadelphia. My That's my old radio year. station. WMMR, WIP, KYW. Oh, yeah. I know all, all those people. Well, then you probably people. know, do you know Pat Shiraki? I do know Pat Shiraki. Yeah. And she was my mentor and she helped me. That's not a bad uh, mentor. No. And we're still friends and we're friends on Facebook. And she's like, Jen, whatever you need, I'm here for you. That's which, awesome. That is that was 1991 when I was working with you her. Don't, you don't have a Philly um, accent. Yeah, I, I know. Well, I, yeah, 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 yeah. And I wasn't born and raised there. Moved there a lot of places, but but yeah. So I mean, she helped me um, network and get this job at a small community hospital. Uh, it was called Mon Montgomery Hospital, and um, I know it my boss was amazing. And I ended up doing starting a physician referral program. I did community outreach. That's great. She's like, oh, I don't want to do media relations. You do it. And I'm like, I'm on it because I love it. I'm absolutely energized by working with the media. I adore journalists, freelancers, bloggers, you know, producers, um, the guys working the camera. I mean, those people are out to share stories and, and really serve others. So when I work with clients, you know, not in a disrespectful way, but I'll tell my client, let's say, it's not about you. We need to really make sure that we're meeting the needs of that media outlet in particular. So oh, yeah, that's what people, can... that's what people don't understand. People don't yeah. understand. People, when it comes to accessing traditional media, yeah, people don't understand that as producers or gatekeepers, we want you, we want you to shine. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but we also need you to get off the stage as fast as possible because we've got <laughs> somebody know. else that we need to shun. Yes. And, and my so, job is to make it quick, concise, yeah. to the point, prep them and move them out. <laughs> oh, exactly. That's exactly right. That's the, that's the problem people have with traditional media. Yeah. So um, how are we going to be able to help people who still at this stage of the pandemic think that it's a hoax? understand that it's not a hoax how are we going to get that message out how how are we going to break through that level of denial and defiance and it has saddened me so much and and full disclosure and transparency my husband is an emergency room physician so, he, so he's seeing it every day he is yeah flooded that's all he's helping right now is to help these yeah, it's nonstop, either right? save their life or get them up to to the icu um you know but we have had uh close people in our lives yeah. that have thought um because it depends on on where you're reading your information and even sure. my daughter said mom i think and she's you know she's 15 she's like mom i feel as though people are not well informed yeah not, that's, you know i think it's, it's on us to educate ourselves. And actually an amazing um, writer from the New York Times posted her article, A.C. Shilton. And it was in, I think, the New York Times about, we are not good at, at assessing risk as huh? human beings in our society that we need to be better at decision-making. And I am, even before I met my husband, regardless, uh, whatever, but I am a very cautious person. I am not a risk taker, which I've seen even more. You know, I have a whole, I have my own plan of how I'm handling COVID for me and my family. And even, mm -hmm. I'm even more cautious than my husband. He'll tell me to chill with things, but I'm like, no, but why would we, why would I take But he would probably tell you to chill with things before COVID, right? 
Yes, because yeah. he's very relaxed. There he you is, go. He is. So that's got nothing the dream to do with ER that. doc. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's fine. I mean, if yeah. it's not a drug overdose or a gun or shot wound. What's your what's what? Where where are you being a little bit more serious? Um, you know, we're not doing any indoor anything. Um, indoor entertaining. We're yeah. not eating inside restaurants. Only outside. Um, we honestly had an amazing summer. We traveled by car and we got a house by ourselves nice. near a beach. And I mean, we're being smart, but we're not um, being blasé. It's so think, it, it's so yeah. hard. I mean, look what people. I mean, look. It's this is one of the weirdest things. It's like it's really simple. Wash your hands. Yeah. Stay, stay away, away from, from people. people and Back wear off. a mask. Yeah. It's like an introvert's dream. It is. You it know, is. I, and also. Yeah. I had no problem adjusting. Yeah. I was like, good. This, this is good. It's great. I'm fine. But, but you know, it, it's that simple. Well, yeah. What we've, we've also learned, I think, as humans in our society, first of all, we need instant gratification. We're not in it. A lot of people are not in it for the long haul. Yeah. We're getting this fatigue. But we also, I have also learned about people, and I knew this before, you know, it's about trust, it's about how they live their lives. It's about whether or not you're selfish. Um, unfortunately, this is not a virus where it's just about me protecting myself. It's actually the opposite. It's I need to protect you and it, it me. Is, it is a weird. So that is societal. It's a, a societal hard thing. Issue. Yeah, yeah, it's a hard thing. And yeah, I think that's where I think like that. I think that's the thing. I think that a lot of the people don't. They can't understand how interconnected they actually are. Yeah, it's hard to wrap your head yeah. around it, but when you're not willing to listen, and I love to listen to all sides of every situation, be fair, be respectful, be empathetic and sympathetic, um, and unfortunately, to take a public health issue and flip it into a political that's that's the root of the whole damage. Show that, that's the root that, of the whole damage of the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, and, and to not stand by, and I've worked in. I'm not as nice on Twitter as you are, by the way, when it comes to this. <laughs> well, I keep the nasty to myself, and the like. I'll you do can follow my, my emojis. Yeah. yeah, I will. I will find you. you. Follow and my, I, my, I. I write under my comedy name, so I'm. You know, I'm a lot more vicious. I like. My, I had a comment yesterday on this where they said they said uh, one in three one in three of people in South Dakota have been infected think of that for a second one in three people i said and my comment i retweeted it and i said you know i think they had a little bike thing there and somebody who lost the popular vote twice showed up for something um those are two things that we said don't do yeah i know and that's i get it and that's the tough part and i think it's i think it was an interview too that a mayor or a governor had said you know what you can't tell cowboys what to do yeah, that's and, not true. You know, I know a lot of cowboys. Can, yeah, I know. I know a lot of cowboys I, I wearing masks. So. Yeah. Safe. It's uh, you know, it's just I, 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 it really it breaks my heart because the thing is, is that it, it, the it's it's not over. The pandemic no. is not over. It's it's no. we've got a lot of hurt coming ahead of us here. Yeah, yeah, it's very scary and very. And uh, the there's a angry. vaccine. Maybe we will get it by the end of the year. I mean, because right. they don't even have enough doses for the people that need, like your husband. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to so. be first first in line. I mean, I know 
you know, how many doses his hospital is getting, but um, it's not going to cover. And that's, I was kind of thinking, it's kind of like Hunger Games. How, how do you make that decision and write the list of human beings and then number them in line who gets it? That is, that is horrible. That that's, is, yeah, it's worse so than Hunger scary. Games. It is, yeah. It's, there's um, no happy ending on that story. No, no. And I just, it's a shame. It didn't have to be this bad. We right. could have kept our act together and be informed and have dignity and respect for everybody and, and see the broader picture that it's yeah. not just about you, it's about others, which goes back to the way I do my messaging and public relations that, you know, it's clear, consistent content and communication build a community. And right now, we need to think that way because, you know, as soon as one of your family members passes away of this, um, I've had more than going to hit you. I've had more than 20 friends, not all, you know, a couple close ones, not all, you know, it, you know, a lot of more acquaintances. I've had more than 20 of them die. It's just, it's, it's, you know, well, you know, it's horrifying. You, you go yeah. through life, you meet a lot of people in different kinds yes. of circles and different places. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I mean, look, I, I just wish, I wish everybody took it more seriously than they are, but you know, yeah. as long as there are people taking it serious, yeah. we will survive. Yeah. We'll get to the other side. Yeah. Well, what would exactly. you want people to take away from this chat? I think being honest, being ethical, having clear communication and a plan for your organization or you as an individual, trying to rise above the noise and the clutter to really help others. I think, you know, I can't control what comes out of an organization's mouth. They right. have to do what aligns well with their mission, their goals and their purpose. Um, you know, I think every organization, it behooves every organization to find it within themselves to help others, I, especially with the holiday season and, um, you know, for profits, of course, that are still doing well, you know, reach out and help an organization or a group of individuals that is suffering. Um, you know, I think, yeah. but you have to be original and authentic about it. I mean, people can sniff when, you're doing it just to look good. And, and that angers me too. I, I can't stand that. Yeah, nobody likes an ambulance chaser for sure. No, it's pretty no, no, easy. No. Think, it's and, pretty easy to, to catch. Yeah, and you know what? It It's almost like survival of the fittest at this point. I think if you, you know, have a good communications team or a consultant that's helping you, you know, public relations professionals, we see what you don't. We see your blind spots. We can yeah. give you counsel. We can give you ideas. I mean... I, you know, I have clients I can get on the red phone and go, no, do not say that. Do not, you know, don't do that, you know, pay, play to pay idea. Right. Don't, you know, I, I know, I know right from wrong. And I think that's a lot of this year is we all intrinsically know right from wrong and we know what needs to be done. Yeah. And if you need help moving forward, get a consultant, get a public relations person that has a good reputation yeah. and um, good successes um, ethics and values, of course, um, and have them give you some help if you can't hire them, you know, to, to work alongside of you. Um, oh, that's you know, great. I think that's well, important. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Give your husband a big hug and tell him I thank will. you for doing the work that he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Um, and, I'm proud uh, of him. He's yeah, no, that's amazing. a big deal. Yeah. And stay safe. Is. Yeah, you too. Hugs. <laughs>